All right, folks, welcome to Jets Cetera. This is the Winnipeg Free Press podcast about the Jets, sports, and etc. I'm your host, sports editor Steve Lines, and as usual, I'm joined by sports columnist Mike McIntyre. We're in my fancy, big, huge office here at 13. Heated office. It's heated. It's, it's nice and warm, warm, toasty warm in so here. It's always warm in here um, at, on Mountain Avenue. Episode 51 today, Mike. Today we're going to talk about the Jets losing another one uh, in the dying moments. Last night they dropped a 3-2 decision, last night being Tuesday night, a 3-2 decision to the Flames in Calgary. We'll talk about what we thought of Pierre-Luc Dubois' debut. Say that five times really fast. (laughs) Uh, We'll uh, touch on the local sports radio station changing formats. That's no laughing matter. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, Some football. Super Bowl Sunday was last weekend. Let's see if our free agency started yesterday. And I know you're jacked about Jim's opening, and I'm hyped about my new bike, Mike. Wow. That rhymes. It does. I should do this for a living. <laughs> Maybe you could be on that new comedy station. I could I could do anything, really. <laughs> Just ask me. <laughs> I'm multifaceted. All right. First period. Mike, Jets lost another one in the final moments. Power play goal by the Flames. Uh, Jets lose 3-2. Earlier this season, they lost a game in the final second. Um, these are squandered points. Every game's a division game, so these are. It's not yeah. like you're, it's not like you're losing these games to like an Eastern Conference team that you'll never see again. You're losing these teams to or these games to the teams that you're fighting for one of four playoff spots. And if you at least get those games to overtime, Steve, uh, you know, you each get a point. They get a point. But in this case, they gave the Oilers two clean points to none. And then last night, uh, the Flames two clean points to none. I I thought the Jets played a pretty reasonable road game. Um, You know, it wasn't, there was nothing overly flashy about the way they were playing Kind of like all these games with Calgary, and my God, have they played Calgary a lot lately. I'll be happy to not see the Flames for a while now. Yeah, so I have no interest in this Canadian division anymore, Mike. Like, I, I, would I wondered, really like to, some people this thought this off, might man. happen, that this it would wear off. get I'm so old tired quick. of this, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, I'm getting close to the point where I'd love to see a Vegas or yeah, St. Louis. I'd see uh, anybody, anybody. anybody, Yeah. I mean, and now we're going to see Ottawa again for two more games. We're going to have seen in the first 14 games, the first month of the year, Calgary five times, Ottawa five times, at least Montreal will feel fresh when they play them later this month for the first time. Uh, First of, I believe nine times they're going to play Montreal, but yeah, it's, it's starting to get like groundhog day and seeing, it's like, oh, Edmonton and Ottawa played again last night. Uh, and, <laughs> of course and, they did. <laughs> and of course, everybody's beating Ottawa. So like it hasn't, it's become even less exciting when there's only six competitive teams, not seven. Right. There's the other NHL divisions have eight teams and most of them are competitive. Well, most of them have COVID actually. <laughs> um, so, uh, but the, so you mentioned, you mentioned that the Jets played a really good road game and you also mentioned the, the boring and the same thing. Which is usually one and the same. Yeah, a good so, road game is usually a boring game. Yeah, so here's a problem that I'm having with the Winnipeg Jets, okay? Um, they're playing a style of play at, at, at times, and Paul Maurice said something about how this team knows it's how to play its game and they adhere to it very well. So, frankly, um, I, I don't think that's... 
I'm not an NHL coach, Mike, but to me, I don't think you're playing to your strengths with you're that dumbing type it of, da- You're dumbing you, it down. You really are. I mean, the so the Jets are built around a bunch of really high-skill, talented forwards, a Vesna Trophy goalie, and a serviceable, serviceable type of defenseman. Some of them have some skill, you know, Pionk and Morrissey, et cetera, et cetera. And you're like grinding it out on the boards with the flames. Like, why? Why do you want to do that? Right. Like, that that doesn't seem to me to be a good game plan. And then when the Jets do start to open it up, like the second period last night, they they they're a much better team. They're they much better. They scored. Better. I mean, they came out of that period. They gave up two goals as well. And I guess that's the risk reward, right? That Paul Maurice is. Now, most coaches, more fun to watch. Mo, exactly, but most coaches would prefer a 0-0 period to a 2-2 period. As dumb as that sounds, the end result is the same. We, the fans, and we, the media, would be more entertained by the period that's back and forth, end-to-end, skill on display. But yeah, it does seem to be too often the case. Yeah, putting aside what that whether we would be entertained by it better or the fans would be entertained by it better, I just think that the Jets see the results in the one loss column right. are better when they play like that. Now, I haven't gone back and done all the stats or whatever to, to prove that. I'm speaking anecdotally. Right. Um, but it just seems to me that they're, they're a better team when they play fast. And they keep talking about playing fast. I heard a comment by Kevin Sawyer last night. This one confused me. I'm, I'm super confused, Mike. Kevin Sawyer said Mark Shifley... Is just amazing at slowing down the game, and I'm like, okay, like, like, but I thought they wanted to play fast, and so no wonder Jets fans think Mark Shifley isn't trying very hard because right. he's slowing. slowing the game. Why are they slowing down the right. game, Mike? I'm confused. I mean, Nikolai Ehlers never looks like he's slowing down the game, nor should he. The guy no. is the fastest guy on the ice. Well, and neither should Shifley. Actually, he's pretty quick. He is pretty quick for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. If I don't it's, like their style of play. I don't know if it's a result of what happened last year, Steve, where they they like were the worst in the league for giving up high danger chances, and that they felt that they abandoned Connor Hellebuck too much. Maybe Hellebuck's not playing well because he's not getting enough of those. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. You're right. It does seem to be that y- you work with what you have, right? And yeah. you do wonder if the Jets yeah. um, are getting away from their strengths at times. Uh, and last night would be a good example of that because when they did kind of step on the gas a bit in the second, they look like the much better team. They should be stepping on the gas from the moment they get onto the ice. It seems to me like they, and that's what they did against Calgary here when they were home. Yep. They need to come out and exert their will. And I don't see that from the team. And I'm not sure. I see it sometimes. Right. So this is interesting. At some, time, at some points, this team looks like a world beater. And at other times, it just looks so blah. And so, like, what is that? I'll say this. This team now has the potential to play fast and and more frequently because of the depth up front. And we saw it last night. I believe Mark Shifley had the most minutes on the Jets, 12 forwards, but it was only like 20. Earlier this year, he was playing like 25, 26. Um, Trevor Lewis had the least amount of minutes last night. It was almost 13 like they they really spread the minutes out. The idea is now maybe we didn't see it in its peak form last night. The idea, Steve, is Paul Maurice wants these guys to play uh, super quick shifts, like 30, 35 second shifts, get on, get off, but go fa- go hard and get everybody involved. Uh, and if they must have missed the memo, they, 
<laughs> I mean, I I hate to use. I'm not using this as an excuse. They hadn't played in five game, five days or whatever. Yeah, they should which, have had more energy. Which, they should have. I'm super rested after I don't do stuff for four That's days. That's true. I do. I come I'm ready to game. roll. I'm jacked to get when back. I to go work. to the gym this so weekend. What did you, I'm yeah, what did you, what did you think flying. of uh, Pierre Luc Dubois' debut? So, uh, yeah, and you're right. That would be tough to say five times. By the way, do you know what Pierre-Luc Dubois' nickname is? I found out yesterday on the Zoom call. What do you think Pierre-Luc Dubois? Frenchie? No, they have a Frenchie. <laughs> you can't have it. Matthew Pro is Frenchie. All right. That's, that's like, I, I don't he's, know. He's Doobie. 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 Uh, that's that's a tough one. And I spelt it on Twitter. <laughs> you smelled uh, it? You smelled D the Doobie? I spelled, no, I spelled it, yeah. D-O-O-B-I-E. Now, I don't uh, know like, if it'd like be. the brothers? Right. And. Who scored Calgary's first goal last night? Dylan Dubay. That guy's pretty interesting. Right? I liked. I he love skates, Dylan Dubay. Man, he can skate. He. I wonder if he's also known as Doobie. I don't know, but probably right. Like, and then you have. So what did you think of Doobie's do debut? That was uh, tough. Doobie, 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 Doobie debut. Uh, I mean, the first period, he only played three minutes. He looked really tentative. Spent most of it in his own zone. Second period, I thought he really started to... He had like three strong shifts in a row. One where, again, and I think we talked about this recently, that he might be the fastest jet right up there with Ehlers. There's a play where he gets the puck at his own blue line, and then he just... He started to blow by everybody. He almost turned it into a breakaway. Kind of got angled off at the end in the offensive zone. And made a really nice pass, uh, give and go with Kyle Connor. So... I mean, at the end of the day, there were no shot attempts. Um, he only played like 14 minutes. He'll obviously get better. The guy hadn't played a game in three weeks, two weeks in quarantine. His conditioning is still not where everyone else's is. Uh, but certainly some encouraging signs. And again, I like what it does to the lineup as a whole, the balance that the Jets can have with their lines. They just got to play a little faster. <laughs> All right, folks, welcome back to the second period of our Jet Setra podcast. Uh, just before we broke there, Mike, you were talking about what you, the balance of the team, um, so and the different lineups or whatever. So I'm just going to say straight out the line, the lines that Paul Maurice put out there yesterday, in my opinion, was brutal. Oh, a brutal. I am, and he adjusted one of them. Okay, so here's the deal. I am not a fan of this balanced attack lineup type of thing. Never have been. I like the hotline, the French connection line. The I like, I like loading up on the top and having like a really strong number one line or right. whatever. I just think that the mix that was tried last night, I think that these coaches, I'm again, folks, I'm not an NHL coach. I, um, they overthink it. Like, okay, so Andrew Kopp is not a first-line winger. He's but, not. But they're playing like a first-line right no, now. Would no, you break that not. line they're up? Not. They're not. I would think... totally, I would. I would totally put him back they with had Lowry. two goals last night, that line? I guess so, yeah. One, One was, was on, on the power, power play. play. Yeah, I don't know. They were, they're, they're, I get it. But, um, and Christian Veselainen is not a second-line winger yet. That's and that's okay. He was playing on the third line I last guess night. So yeah. So whatever line. By the way, Blake it. Blake Wheeler is a third liner now. I guess so. Yeah. Don't just don't tell Blake okay, that. Okay. Then Trevor Lewis is that his name? Trevor, Trevor Lewis, Lewis is, is not, not a second, second liner. Winger. I just I just think, I just I just I just didn't like the makeup like that. I think that I think that they should go back to having Shifley, Connor, and Wheeler playing together and stay with them. I think quit, they will win Wheeler. Put the line blender. 
when Wheeler's not so banged up. He looked all right last night. He did. He, he was moving really well. And then you could have Dubois with Ehlers and somebody put Cop there if you well, want. Well, or Stasny on the or wing. Stasny on Stasny on the wing. And then Cop down with Lowry, with Appleton, Lowry and Appleton, or Matthew Perot, and then you have a, a, the other guys in the fourth line, and you play them six minutes a game right. or whatever, and you play your best players more, and they're getting paid more. They're your best players, right? And you put, yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't like so, that at all. I'm not saying Christian Veselina looked okay last night, actually, like he did or whatever, but Paul Stasty just looks terrible, frankly, um, and. Trevor Lewis playing with uh, thanks a lot. Like yeah, you get that, a guy Pierre Luc Dubois and you're gonna play Trevor Lewis with him. Come I know. On. I would I would have Come lost on. a lot of money if you if Come you on. laid down a bet on who's gonna be his exactly. first winger. Are right? you kidding me? Trevor Lewis would not have been no. Which by the way, that did I, I don't think Paul Maurice liked how that looked either because no. that lasted one period. I liked it better when they moved Mason Appleton up. Yeah, he was up. better. He, it was um, better. And then you probably would have liked, you saw in the third period, at one point they moved Adam Lowry now up to play with Stasny and Wheeler. It was all right. But again, I just don't think, why. what's with the bl- the line yeah. blender thing of Paul Maurice? Okay, so a, a cop did say something after the game last night where he said, you know, it's going to take some time for us to know how the bench is working and how things are rolling out. You know, I think I, I, I'm a fan of consistency, right? right. And routine There has whatever. been no consistency early. No. So just set some lines, Pomo, and go with it. And so, I mean, the, the top line, which was the top line, which is, I don't know what that was. Shifley. Cop Wheeler, Shifley Ehlers. Connor. No, Connor Shifley. Oh, you're back Wheeler. in the old days. Back yeah, in yeah. The old, the like old a week days, ago. Like three weeks ago, <laughs> Mike, you mean? Everybody was ranting and raving about how well they're yeah. playing, and everybody was going, just leave them alone. Just let them be. I think that those three guys play well together. Just leave them alone. And and Ehlers, I think, can go with Dubois, can skate with Dubois. Um, I don't know. Just I make a decision. I think you're going to get your wish sooner than later because I, I'll put it on the record right now. I do not think we see the four lines the way they were constructed last night oh, for God. much longer. Part of that is going to be, um, rightly or wrongly, Paul Maurice really is high on Nate Thompson. Oh my God! So everything is coming back. Everything is biding time until Nate Thompson gets back. Like, are you kidding me? I know the the Winnipeg Jets are biding their time, folks, until Nate Thompson gets back. To be perfectly honest, Nate Thompson. He shouldn't be in this lineup. He shouldn't be. I'd rather see David Gustafson playing. Be sure you read my playbook tomorrow because I'm going to write about this. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is crazy. But so I think what you'll see happen when Nate Thompson gets back, which could be as early as tomorrow against Ottawa or Saturday. There you go, folks. Paul Maurice, he's (laughs) going to go to a more traditional lower minute fourth line. And it'll probably be Thompson with Lewis. And maybe Matthew Pro or right. something. And those guys will play six or seven minutes. That was a decent line at one point. It was a decent, yeah. the dirty 30s. Yeah. But so I think that will, and then Paul Maurice will put his, more of his eggs in one basket, if you will. And you'll see okay, so he wasn't two able top to, heavy lines. It's the Nate Thompson it, factor. It, it screwed yeah. everything up, it's, Steve. That's why they lost yesterday, yeah. Mike, because they were waiting, They're waiting for, for their savior. Their 35-year-old. I thought Pierre-Luc Dubois was the savior, but apparently they Apparently the most important center they're waiting on wasn't Dubois. It's Nate Thompson, folks. Oh my God! So, anyways, okay, let's let's move along from that. Anyways, uh, one uh, another big news story, sports story, sort of yesterday happened in our in our city, Mike. Um, there is no longer a sports 
radio station. Maybe we should do more podcasts now. We should maybe do there's this a, daily. There's a void to fill, that's There is for a sure. void to fill. Folks, if you were listening to any of the 1290 shows and now you're looking for something to listen to, <laughs> come on down here. Tell your friends we're here once a week. We could do it more if you want. Um, <laughs> we might have to get some sponsorships. Talk about vulturing, eh? Yes. So, uh, so yeah, they shut down uh, TSN 1290. Like literally shut down in shut the middle down, of the man. broadcast day. Like they pulled the plug on the station while they were on the air. I don't know. Is that a normal thing to do, Steve? Like the radio, I think it is, Mike. Yeah. Like they don't just start a broad, like the day no, I with. I think that they do that. Yeah, they've. I, I think I've seen that before. They're going to change formats from country to rock. Apparently, employees from- were given like thirty minutes to get their stuff and get out of the building. Wow, and, really? Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Um, and like they literally threw to a commercial break and then never came back, which uh, is quite something. So are they still like dead air or what? No, they were. I, I actually had it on my car radio this morning. So when I started my car, finally, because the polar vortex made starting the car a little tough, um, Avril Lavigne was singing on 1290, oh, Things I Never Thought uh, Complicated. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, it is a pretty good song. <laughs> but I was thinking... How crappy it sounds on AM. I guess we get used to listening either on FM or like on Spotify or whatever. No idea. Like never l- listened to radio. Listening like. to music <laughs> on AM radio is terrible. It sounds like an old record, like like a scratchy old record like playing. A cassette player. Right. So I quickly change the channel because I'm like, yeah, this isn't going to. So I think they're they're playing music for the next two days until they switch to comedy. Which, uh, I mean, what's that going to entail? I guess they're just going to play. I don't care. Again, I don't listen to that. Who, I, I'm not sure who listens to radio. I'm sh- I guess they had some listeners or whatever. But Yeah, I mean, they. it's interesting. They were, I looked at the last ratings book, TSN 1290 in Winnipeg radio market. They were like 11th, which is not good. I'm told that. that How many people is that listening? I have no idea. Yeah, but right. I do know that they were much higher than 11th in certain key demographics. Like that's 11th when you the wrap in everybody. Drive Dodge Ram trucks? Probably. <laughs> but those are like if in the male, probably 25 to 54. Those are the people that are, are buying a lot of the products, I guess, that are being yeah. sold, right? Yeah. So you'd rather Nothing have... wrong with those trucks, by the way, folks. No. Whereas CJOB, I mean, they're kind of a ratings leader, but a big part of that, I imagine, is an older listener demographic that maybe aren't Our as... Our readership. Int- Our readership, right. Um, and I guess pop music stations, maybe they have some of the younger listeners again, I which guess. I don't know how enticing to advertisers like the 12 to 18 is, but the young people listen to the radio. Well, they? that's another debate to Do have. I, I don't know. My kids don't, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I, I was, I was pretty fired up just because I think it's sad. We're a, a pretty good sports town here in Winnipeg and no disrespect at all to CJOB. Are we really? I think we're, I mean, we're, I, I, I'm going strictly on the number of teams we have, Steve. Like we have two. We lost an NHL team once, remember? I know, but we got it back. Uh, And we have a second pro hockey team in this town, which very few cities in North America can say that they have two pro hockey teams. We also have a Western Hockey League team. We haven't seen much of them with the pandemic. Okay, anyway, sorry. I yeah, so I think we're a good sports town. We have the Grey Cup champions. We have a baseball team that's won three championships in the last decade. Um, but it's sad to me that we now don't have a sports radio station. CJOB is not a sports radio station. They have the Maybe broadcast. Maybe more people will read the free press now, so this could be good for well, us. Well, <laughs> I guess. I mean, but, we, but 
Maybe we should reopen the comment section on our website because that's oh, that's one of the uh, we shouldn't, by the way. <laughs> no, let's not do no. That. but I mean that's <laughs> Sorry, part folks, of the allure of talk radio, right? Is the the feedback, the interplay between hosts and listeners. Feel and, free to email us. You have our emails, folks. Sure, let's send us emails. Yeah, uh, respond to our newsletters. Respond to our newsletters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. we'll take it over, Mike. We can fill this void. I mean, the cold hard reality is if 1290 was profitable, if it was making money, I suspect it's still on the air, right? It's a business decision. It is a you business. Know, I was reading some stories about it. Bell made a business decision. And that's, I'm having trouble with my mouth. Your business decision. Um, um, I, I don't, I said in my column today that I get that it's that it's a, a results-oriented business, and I, what I really begrudge Bell is how they handle this. This is a company, Steve, that piggybacks off mental health awareness. They have their Bell Let's Talk Day. They wrap themselves in the in that flag. They also just got 122 million dollars or whatever billion zillion dollars from the government million, million. <laughs> um, and they just recorded like huge profits in their most recent quarter. They've now had a bloodletting and they did it. I mean, some of these employees literally found out via social media that they were out of a job. Um, so for a company that is supposed to be all about mental health and, and that sort of thing, they sure failed a lot of people yesterday on that front. All right, folks, we're back for the third period of our Jet Cetera podcast. This is the Et Cetera part of it. Uh, Mike, um, I watched my first full football game on Sunday. The first one that I've watched the entire game since the Bombers beat the Ticats to win the Grey Cup 14 years ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Feels that way. It does. Uh, Super Bowl 55. LV. LV. I like that. I like the LV. It was simple. Not too many digits. I could figure it out. Yeah. I, I was able to figure out what it, No, I actually, folks, I had to actually look and see what that was. Uh, LV. Um, so, anyways... Um, it was Tom a Brady, dud. Tom Brady. Tom Brady won his seventh Super Bowl. Am I right? You seven. did. You are seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. He's been there ten times. Um, I thought. Uh, I loved I, your playbook, by the way, the oh, other day. Thanks. You said a lot of things that I had said out loud to my wife, including the the announcers, the way they were talking up. I like Patrick Mahomes. I think he's got eh, a ton of talent. We'll see. But these guys are talking about how Mahomes can still catch Brady, and like he's got one. He's got one, and really. In my opinion, that you know the 49ers kind of choked last year. He, it's he a 32-team league. Like, what makes them think he's even going to get back to six more, let alone win six? Exactly. Like, I just I could not understand it, and and they just kept going on and on and on and on and on and on and on about how Mahomes was going to rally them, and they, he never did anything. It's because their like, precious storyline evaporated. To, I guess so. Yeah. They were hoping, I'm sure, for the proverbial passing of the torch right another example of the media like okay the, and this is the television media here but I, yeah. think, I think we're all guilty of this or whatever is that trying to support our own storyline right and you gotta be really careful about that just go I with mean, what the storyline is and it's a pretty good storyline like make yeah. it about tom brady then For sure but why it's, not it's like they were afraid to say too much about brady because it was going to be seen as a slight on their Precious Mahomes. Maybe are they mad at him over his politics? Some people. Are. I don't know. I mean, the guy. There's been an interesting debate since the Super Bowl on Sunday. Some people are saying, "Is Tom Brady the greatest athlete of all time?" Yeah, he's a quarterback. He's a quarterback on the ultimate team sport. Yeah, 
I'd have a hard time with that one. He's right. the greatest quarterback of all time. Though. Right. Not even close. Not even close Terry to Bradshaw the greatest. Terry pretty good. And I'm a Bengals fan. I hate the Steelers. But Terry Bradshaw is. Where's Michael Phelps? Isn't Michael Phelps a better athlete than Tom Brady? Ah, he's a swimmer. But he's but he's won like 26 <laughs> med- Olympic he, medals. Yeah, okay. He's a what about Serena Williams or v- and yes. Venus? Like, aren't yeah. they better athletes than Tom Brady? For sure, yeah. That's an individual sport that they are the greatest I mean, is Tiger Woods a better athlete than Tom Brady? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's funny. I, I have to think about this. It's, it's a great like, debate. Like, yeah, well, who's the greatest athlete of all time? I think of like somebody. Muhammad who, Ali? Uh, I think of more somebody in the, maybe like a decathlete, right? Do you know right. What I mean? Like, yeah. But so. it would have to be a decathlete who's done things that obliterated what every other decathlete has done. Because right. Tom Brady has obliterated what any other quarterback has done. But again, it's a it's such a team sport. I don't know that a football yeah, like player, LeBron James and Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan would be right up there. In my well, and here's so the other like, debate: yeah. people on the the yeah. Brady isn't. They say Tom Brady plays a sport that really only two countries play. It's not a world sport. Yeah, there's some. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm. Like, wouldn't a soccer player? Against, yeah, soccer player. I would be, certainly put a soccer player. I remember when I was a kid, they used to have this show on Wide World of Sports. It was called The Superstars. And there was different athletes from different sports all competing in these different events right. uh, on this show. And I remember there was a guy, I can't remember his name now, but the guy who won it always was a soccer player. Um, I can't remember his name. I wish I could remember his name. But, um, yeah, for sure, like somebody like, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo. Right. Or Lionel Again, Messi that's a sport. You're competing with the world to be the best. Correct. Tom yeah. Brady's not competing with people in Europe right. or in China. Right. Because nobody plays football. No, I wouldn't there. put him anywhere near the best uh, right. athlete. Uh, no, no, best quarterback of all time, absolutely. Best athlete of all time. Best marquee matinee idol as an athlete of all time for sure. Yeah, him and Cristiano Ronaldo, the two best looking guys ever in sports. <laughs> what about Henrik Lundqvist? He's a handsome man He's too. A, yeah, not quite the same stage though, or whatever. That's right? true. You know, when I used to be the night sports editor at the Free Press, here, David Beckham. Uh, David Beckham for sure also would be in there. I used to have be responsible for laying out the pages, right? Yeah. And I used to I used to like to run pictures of attractive people, male and female. Right. I just thought the reader liked to look at nice looking things, right? right? Do you know what I mean? And I, I'm sorry if I'm super, sounding super superficial here. It's not like we didn't run pictures of unattractive people. <laughs> Man, I'm just... They I'm, ran your mugshot, I'm right, Steve? Dig, I'm digging myself a hole here, Mike. But <laughs> Tom Brady, as I'm... Anyways, or right. whatever, is that... He's is, got the great teeth yeah. and the great hair. Apparently, Pierre-Luc Dubois is the latest... Doobie. Is the idol of the uh, yes. of the, uh, the Winnipeg sports crowd now. Um, but yeah, it, the, the game itself uh, was a bit of a dud. Um, I mean, Kansas City, like... Mahomes was kind of thrown to the wolves. They didn't have much of an offensive line to yeah, protect him. What did you think of the halftime show? I didn't watch it. I loved it. Yeah, that's. I hear people did. I don't. I don't. I didn't watch. Never it was heard, great. He's never ca- heard of the guy. Never. He's a, he's Canadian, of course, and so it was a nice. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so is Drake. He is. I like the weekend a lot Drake. better than Drake, but uh, it's not my kind of music. My kids actually have. I'm tickets. a '70s rocker. My kids have tickets to see the weekend when he's coming here next year. They already have a concert scheduled. They have, I think it's the only concert right now that is scheduled for Winnipeg. There's a bunch that got canceled and haven't been rescheduled. His 
got canceled and now has been rescheduled. So we know there's at least one concert on the horizon in a year, maybe, maybe, maybe sure, hopefully. Yeah. yeah, like you planning your vacations. Right, guess, right? Yeah. August, New York. Oh, well, okay. So then the other other football uh, that was happening this week was CFL free agency. I'm not sure when we're going to see another football game, by the way, but the CFL is going forward. They had the free agency opened yesterday. Not, not a lot of signings, and there shouldn't have been. Bombers just signed a pretty good one today by the looks yeah, of it. Yeah, not bad. Good receiver. receiver. Can't remember his name. But he was actually NFL. on the Buccaneers. He got cut. Yep. Um, Apparently, he's like a big play receiver, like a, a potential game breaker, big speed. Um yeah, he, he played pretty well when he was in the CFL before. I, can't I, I don't know. We should know more details on here for, uh, about this, folks. So, uh, But the CFL is pretending um, going forward like there's going to be a season. The Winnipeg Gold Eyes released the schedule yes. uh, this week. Home opener is like three months from now, yeah, Steve. Yeah, in May. So both the both the Bombers and the Gold Eyes are planning to have home openers in Let May. me be a glass half full guy for a sure, second. A couple hours ago. You're the one planning vacations. I am. Yeah. Uh, the Manitoba vaccination, uh, the government had a press conference earlier today oh. about vaccinations. Great. They announced plans and they think this is apparently feasible, that by April, that they are going to be putting, and, and they, ha they will have the infrastructure in place, they believe the vaccines could also be in place to vaccinate 15,000 Manitobans per day, starting in April. Wow. 15,000, and uh, they, they'll have the ability to expand to 20,000 a day. So when are they going to get done? Well, if you, do, if you figure, if they can start putting 15,000 needles in arms by April... I mean, even in the course of a month, that's a lot of people that could be vaccinated. 450,000. Right. Good with the math there, eh? Very good. <laughs> On your feet, you didn't have to use a calculator or anything. I got this weird brain. For now, I'm, I don't know that the vaccines are going to be there. The, the belief is that they're coming, right? Like they've been really slow so far. But I suppose there's, there's your silver lining reason for optimism. If the vaccination... I'm sure Randy Ambrosi is brimming with the optimism. Well, and we just saw, Steve, speaking of the Super Bowl, they had 22,000, I believe, uh, at Raymond James Stadium. I believe 8,500 of them were vaccinated healthcare workers. So I guess the other 14,000 are people who could still get COVID. Just yahoos. Yeah. Well, there was that one who ran onto the field, the, the streaker. <laughs> Plenty of yahoos. Uh, he was not wearing a mask, by the way, or pants. <laughs> he was, was not wearing a mask or uh, that pants. That would have been if he'd been wearing a mask, but nothing That would have been like, really I, funny. I really, he missed, uh, this guy totally missed the boat, folks. He like, could have branded. If you're going to do that, you needed to have the mask right. on, but nothing else. <laughs> um, maybe a lower mask as well. But, uh, you know, you wonder, like, if, if they start getting that rate of vaccination, could we see something similar here? Could they start letting in health vaccinated people? Like that would be your ticket into a sporting event yeah, at first. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, good on the CFL, I guess, and, and yeah, the American I, Association. I, yeah, I've given been, a little you know, hope. I, I, I poke at the CFL folks. Um, I love the CFL. I, I covered, the, I was the Bombers beat reporter. I, 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 I watched the CFL as a kid. Don't get me wrong. There's, there's. I, I want the CFL. People think because we're negative. I get this no, too because we're, we're not at all critical that we don't want the. That no, we want it, nothing it, more. It's the opposite. It would make our jobs way easier right. if we could go cover no. the bombers and the gold eyes and yeah. We 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 and, and plus I just uh, you know aside from that uh, uh, on a partisan uh, level, I mean I I I like the CFL personally more than any other league, any other sport, any other league. 
It goes to the kid in me. Right. It goes to uh, the, I, I covered the team. I covered the league. I've covered it for 140 years now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So the, the CFL will always have this place with me for sure, uh, more than the NHL. Like it, it just it just does. And so we hope for a successful season. And um, and um, so we're going to continue on thinking that there will be too. How about that? <laughs> All right, folks, we're back for the overtime session of our uh, Jet Setter podcast. I almost forgot where I was there for a second, Mike, because I was, I have written down here that we're going to talk about my new bike, and that's oh, all I could think about. I thought you were maybe thinking of lunch, because it's also getting close to lunchtime. It is. I probably. got a couple things there in there for lunch, but no. So, yeah, I, I bought a new bike. Not a fat bike. No, I haven't got a This is the one, what do you call it again with the, the handle? Drop bars. Drop bars. It's, it's a gravel bike, so this is the latest rage. People are buying gravel bikes, and so... Um, it's a, a road bike, like, you know, with drop bars, like a road 10 speed. Mm-hmm. That's for those folks right. out there, uh, the old 10 speed. Oh, this is a, a 22 speed. And then it has different tires on it that are kind of take you on different terrains. And so uh, people are riding these kind of bikes now, whether it's a flat bar, uh, hybrid bike or a drop bar gravel bike. Because you can do so many different things with it or whatever. So I'm super excited. Um, so I how many different tires do you need for this bike? Well, like, you can put different kinds on it. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm just going to leave the ones that are on there for now or whatever. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, I have other bikes that I can use for other things. <laughs> I now have four bikes in my ba- I have four bikes in my basement now. Yeah, I'm going to sell one of them. You're like a bike hoarder. Yeah, well, a little bit. Um, so... Um, you know, it's kind of it was yeah, it was exciting. Uh, I, I this was a private sale, like you bought it off a guy no, that was I went selling. To a shop. Oh, no, a no, shop. No, okay. Shop, yeah. No, this is a brand new twenty twenty gotcha. bike or whatever. Yeah, that I'd been looking uh, shopping. So it's hard to buy bikes. You know, like uh, the 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 supply is really really low and the demand is high. The prices still haven't changed a whole lot or whatever. But folks, if you're thinking of getting the if you're thinking of biking this summer and you need a bike. Um, I'd be getting out there and buying one right now, um, for sure. Um, Mike, you're going to be able to ride maybe an exercise bike. (laughs) Yes. Good segue there. Yeah. Open some gyms starting Friday. Friday? Uh, of course they just announced earlier this week, uh, the, the new set of public health orders that'll come into play. Um, most of them, eh, like my wife's happy that she can go to nail salon, uh, starting this weekend because nail salons will be open. Uh, restaurants, no, I'm not, I'm not in any hurry to go dine in. Uh, people will be able to dine in, in restaurants starting this weekend, 25% capacity limit though, to the household. So it's not like, it's not like you could go meet a friend for dinner. Can you go with your plus one? You know, that's a good question. I don't know that they've addressed that. Uh, I assume you could because shouldn't, I mean, if they're allowed in your house, you'd think that that would then fall under the category of your household, right? Like if they can be so, one of your designated two or whatever, correct. like they yeah, have. plus two now, I guess. Right. They, yeah, so yeah. They, you should be able to at least go dine with them. I mean, you could dine with them in your own home. So why couldn't yeah, you go dine the time, with them? Yeah. Yeah. So I would assume you can, but you can't go meet a bunch of friends. You and I can't go meet for dinner. No, because we're not on each other. I'm, I'm really hurt Where that I'm not on your two. Uh, we'd probably go for sushi. Sushi would be bad. Yeah. Oh, I want to go. F- I've oh. been uh, getting sushi at a place on Academy lately called Academy Sushi. It's been spectacular. Yeah, we, really, really we've good. got sushi quite a bit lately too. Uh, I, still, I, I, still, I still love the looks on people's face though when I hit, like, they still put the tip thing in here. I'm not tipping on pickup, yeah, folks. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. happening, man. 
We got Santa Lucia again last week. Man, nice. I love Santa Lucia. I got the chicken souvlaki. That's hard to say. Chicken souvlaki. Oh, so good with the lemon potatoes. Chicken souvlaki, lemon potatoes, Greek salad. Oh, so good. Uh, shout out to Santa Lucia on yeah. Main Street. Um, so, or Ichiban. My wife and I are already chomping Can at the I bit go to go to Ichiban. Ichiban. Uh, but the gyms, that's, that's something I'm very excited about. Uh, haven't been gyms closed beginning of November. So I was going four times a week, Planet Fitness, uh, which was doing a great job of they, at the time that they closed, they were down to 25%, which I think is about 60 people. It's a big gym. It's the old future shop on, on, uh, Naren Avenue. So I think they can hold 250. So their 25% is like 60. You had to wear a mask while working out, which took a little getting used to like you're breathing heavy, but you still got the mask on. Uh, so yeah, the, this will be the first time in about three and a half months. You're going to go? I am going to go. My daughter is also booked. Actually, you don't have to book an appointment. Oh, I got a so, thing from Good Life today where you can, they got all this. I have a, a Good Life membership. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be going to Good Life. I, 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 I've got my own gym at home now. If I go to the gym, if I go to the gym again, it'll be back. You know, I'd vi- drop in and visit my buddy, Richard Burr Fitness. And uh, work out with the guys right. there or whatever. But um, So the Planet Fitness has a really neat app. And one of the, the features of the app is the crowd meter that they have. So you can actually see in real time uh, the percentage that the gym is either full or available. So you could actually, without even really going, you can see, oh, well, this isn't a good time. They're full. Um, but otherwise, yeah, you'll just, I guess you don't want to really wait in line in this weather, but you'd maybe wait in your car. So they're not booking appointments to go. It's just kind of first come first serve 60, whatever people at a time. Uh, so yeah, my daughter, uh, my 16 year old daughter, who was my gym buddy, uh, she's also very excited. And so I think our plan is to go, uh, this Friday late afternoon when she's done school, we're going to hit the gym, um, I might write about it in my newsletter next week, just what, what the experience was like uh, to go back to the gym after all this time away. But yeah, it's uh, it's something to do, get out, and I feel safe there. So Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure how much people keep asking me, like, what do you miss, right? I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, I've adjusted to so many of these things, but I'm not sure I miss anything right now. Um, I'm, hard, I'm really hard-pressed. I, I miss uh, bike riding. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but I'll have plenty of that coming up. Uh, so I'm With not sure. I'm not, I don't miss going to a restaurant and I'm not, I don't miss going to the gym. Um, I don't miss going to the movie theater. I know we both miss travel. I mean, yeah, I'm not sure you miss that right now, Mike. Yeah. I'm kind of enjoying just being at home actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to, I, I, I miss not being at Jets road games cause I like the experience right. of it, but, uh, we're going to a hockey game on Saturday. What's that? I'm going to go to the COVID, I know, that's right. COVID game. I, I, I assume you're going to write about it in Playbook. Cause I this will. will be, you haven't been to an empty arena game yet. No. So this will be a new experience for you. It'll be exciting. Uh, it's a it's a matinee, so it's not past your bedtime, Steve. Exactly. Right? I it's was a, having a hard time staying awake last well, night. Well, the 9 o'clockers are tough for sure. It's brutal, folks. This Come will on. be a nice 2 o'clock game. All it's right. hockey day in Canada, by the way. Did you know that? Every day is Hockey Day in Canada, Mike. Good good point. Uh, Well, enjoy the game, and we'll talk about your experience next week. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. You know where we are. Um, We'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening.